You're listening to the High Performance Hoops Podcast, bringing you your one-stop shop on all things training, sports performance, nutrition for athletes, and aspiring coaches to enhance your training and help you crack the code on elite athletic performance with your host, Julian Lacosto. What up, fellow Hoopers, basketball enthusiasts, and coaches out there? Welcome to episode one of the High Performance Hoops podcast sponsored by Challenger Strength. I am your host, Julian Locasto. Super appreciative to all of those that are listening in right now. This is a long time coming. For those that have been following my journey for the past couple of years, you know that this is not my first rodeo in terms of podcasting. I have had a podcast in the past called the Attention to Detail Podcast that actually made it all the way up to 40 episodes. Um, you know, I could probably go into an entire episode alone about why I started and or stopped that show. Um, but to kind of keep it short, guys, you know, kind of fell victim to the whole imposter syndrome thing, you know, kind of felt like I didn't belong. Uh, felt like I didn't have any value to bring to the table. So I kind of decided to step back and hone in on my craft a little bit more, spend a little bit more time learning, developing my craft as a coach, and also just kind of giving my athletes a little bit more attention um, and really just focusing on the kind of the art of programming and really just giving back to my athletes and presenting them with a little bit more value and just overall learning so that way the next time I did something like this, I can actually have a voice and be a little bit more confident in the product I was putting out there to you guys. You know, it's been four, almost five years, um, you know, since starting this journey. And, you know, I want to shout out all those that are following, um, that kind of followed me on those old projects of mine and have been following me since the beginning on social. If you're not following me, please do so at Julian Locasto, all lowercase on all platforms, Instagram, uh, TikTok. We've been, you know, grinding on TikTok uh, for a little bit now. Uh, We're slowly getting up there in the numbers on TikTok. So I've been kind of like going a little bit harder on that one. Uh, And then Twitter as well for those that do not follow me. And let's get into today's episode. I mean, you know, to kind of hit it, kind of hit me like a couple days back that it's like you know I've never really shared my story and how I ended up with Challenger and how I really got into the field of strength and conditioning. You know, I've briefly mentioned it on podcast appearances and other short interactions with other coaches, but never really put it out there on social for those that might have been following along these past couple of years. So I just wanted to take some time and share with all of you a background of who I am, what I do, where I come from, and even my visions for the future of Challenger Strength and, you know, myself as a coach and brand. You know, just starting off, you know, I was a young, scrawny white kid that fell in love with the game of basketball after being told in middle school that it was really the only organized sport that I could play because the school didn't really offer any other team sports. You know, I was in fourth grade, was short, scrawny, you know, extremely raw, couldn't dribble, shoot, or do much outside of run and jump. You know, my athleticism was certainly my best trait and a big part of my game early on. I quickly, you know, scoured the internet, you know, watched any NBA game I could on TV. And uh, the first game I stumbled upon, it was, you know, a New York Knicks versus Lakers game where, you know, I was exposed to Kobe Bryant, you know, RIP, 
you know, for the first time, and I was instantly hooked from then on out. You know, I basically tried mimicking his every move, would go to the courts near my school for hours on end and just tried replicating every step, footwork, dribble move. And, you know, I would play till the lights came on, basically. I essentially learned to play the game by just analyzing film and game tape of players. And, you know, I kind of looked up to these guys and tried to just slowly add tools to my game. You know, fast forward to about like sixth, seventh grade, you know, I had a big growth spurt, granted, not big compared to most people that actually play the game at a high level. Um, (laughs) And my game had definitely improved, you know, still couldn't shoot for the life of me. But the one thing I still had was my athleticism. You know, by this time I was touching the rim with ease at, you know, only 5'8", 5'9". You know, I was much faster than other kids my age. And at that time I wanted to jump like MJ and Vince Carter. And I did everything and anything you could think of. Considering I grew up in a single parent household in Patterson, New Jersey. You know, very blue collar, immigrant raised, old school Italian family. You know, if you know anything about Patterson, New Jersey, it's not the greatest of neighborhoods, but it's known for its hotbed of basketball talent. You know, New Jersey in general has been known to put out some of the best hoopers that we now see on TVs everywhere in the in the league. You know, I would spend hours practicing low rim dunks, trying, you know, just dunking tennis balls, you know, practicing windmills, practicing between the legs on low rims, you know, just kind of, you know, developing my own strategy for jumping and you know, eventually it got to the point where I was, you know, dunking volleyballs on like nine, nine and a half inch rims. And by, you know, seventh, eighth grade, I got my first rim grazer in a game. It was actually really funny. I was going up f- full speed on a fast break and I initially was going to lay the ball in. But, you know, by the time I had realized that when I was in the air, I was, you know, pretty much floating by the rim. So I just kind of like lightly put the ball on the rim, you know. But, you know, fast forward a few more years. I played for one of the better-known high school programs in the Big North uh, of Northern New Jersey, St. Joseph Regional High School in Montvale, New Jersey. Shout out to my old coaching staff there. Shout out to you know, sh- shout out to the program in general. You know, I played in one of the toughest conferences in Northern New Jersey. Um, I tell people all the time, wasn't anything special. Again, just depended entirely on my athleticism and sheer desire to get better. You know, I was always in my coach's ears. Um, You know, I would spend hours in my school gym and at courts near my house doing whatever I could to get better, basically just taking any opportunity I could to uh, hone in on my craft and get better at my game. You know, and then going into college a few years later, you know, I didn't have many opportunities to play at the next level, but had the chance to walk on at a local Division II school, Caldwell College, now known as Caldwell University. You know, the biggest thing, though, is I lack the physical size and strength going into that experience. You know, summer going into my freshman year, I met a a man named Guy Del Corso, who was at the time a big presence in the bodybuilding space. Um, He quickly introduced me to the weight room, kind of helped me realize my love and passion for training. You know, at the time, like I said, I was 120 pounds soaking wet. You know, I lacked the size, but the passion and the desire to get into the weight room and learn how to grow and get stronger was definitely there. Uh, it was also a really big reason why I ended up choosing physical therapy as a career path because, you know, initially I had no idea what strength and conditioning was. So it wasn't even on my radar initially. So I kind of looked up things that I could do with a weight room and, you know, physical therapy was the first thing that came to my eye. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in my first year as a bio major and I'm going to go all in on this PT thing, you know. 
essentially though made a couple made tons of progress in the weight room and you know continued to follow his philosophies um, going into my freshman year and kind of just used his methods and all while trying to navigate this college life and basketball um, realized that basically my basketball journey wasn't going to take off or go anywhere being a walk-on so I had to make the tough decision to make regarding whether I would continue this pursuit of playing basketball at a high level or figure out what my next step was going to be. You know, I was depressed, struggled with what my next move was going to be. You know, I was learning, I was leaning towards ending my basketball career, but didn't know what I was going to do. I had this degree that I was pursuing, this new passion for training, but no idea where to go or how to go about it. So, you know, I go back to my old coach and ask for his advice. You know, found I ultimately ended up finding my passion for training others and also just bodybuilding in general. You know, quickly got my ISSA cert, um, spent hours studying online material, really spent tons of hours on my own transformation and saw a ton of progress and even competed in my first bodybuilding show. Um, And in the process of this journey, got tons of online followers and kind of built this clout in the bodybuilding space where people were actually reaching out to me for help. And even though I found this new passion, I was still battling self-doubt about what I was going to do with my career. You know, at this point, I was almost done with my schooling and I hadn't had any experience in PT and I had some small experience, you know, doing online work for free with people on social media and even friends at school when it came to training. So finally, I got a job for a big box gym at the time working at 24 Hour Fitness over in Wayne, New Jersey, working several hours a week from, you know, 5 to 6 a.m. Some, some, 5 to 6 a.m., sorry, sometimes till like 10 p.m., all while studying and doing schoolwork. You know, I now got used to this whole new life of training and I loved it, but quickly fell out of love with the idea of the business end of things, you know, sales and having to make money for a business that didn't care much about results, which at the time was all I really focused on. So I actually tried to start my own private sector training business. I quit, I quit the big box gym, put in my two weeks And at the time, some of my old clientele from the gym wanted to continue training with me after I had left. So, you know, I gave them the opportunity. I began training people out of my old college gym at my school because no one there kind of checked to see who was coming in and out. So I was essentially, you know, it was essentially free gym space. So I later realized, though, that, you know, the business end of thing wasn't something I was well versed in. You know, I was a biology major. I wasn't a business major. I didn't know anything about sales or how to, you know, keep retention rates high. And, you know, after five months of training people, you know, I thought I was living the life, making like a thousand dollars a month in training and, you know, training, whether it was in person or online. But, you know, I started losing customers slowly and ultimately had to make the decision to continue my pursuit in physical therapy. And, you know, by this time I had graduated with my degree in biology was looking for opportunities to intern for physical therapy practice, but, you know, valuable experience for my, you know, up and coming applications for PT schools. Um, This was also during my second show prep. And what happened was I actually injured my shoulder. Um, I was later um, referred to by an orthopedist to go to a small outpatient clinic in Wayne called Performance Physical Therapy and Sports Conditioning, where I later met Brad Samples and Brady Blaska, 
you know, long story short, these guys, you know, I built a quality relationship with them, got the opportunity to intern under them for a couple months, you know, fell in love with their practice, their methods, and just their overall experience with both athletes and general population. And, you know, with my passion and hard work, I showed them that I belonged and that I truly wanted to pursue a career in this field. You know, it was also extremely helpful that I had a background knowledge in exercise, training, you know, biology, anatomy, the human body, and that I was able to truly separate myself from the rest of uh, the aides and helpers that were already there. You know, I quickly became an asset and someone that, you know, clients truly gravitated to because of my energy and, and the knowledge that I was presenting. And, you know, at this point, fast forward a few more years of working there, you know, I was excelling in my position. I was able to build a reputation there with the clientele, but I was still struggling to get into physical therapy school. You know, I had shining letters of recommendation, so much experience, but I was never the greatest student, you know, had trouble in college and kind of lacked the grades and the GRE scores to get in. You know, I was down on my luck, really had no idea what I could could or should do next. And I was seeing all my friends from college making major strides in their careers, making big names for themselves, constantly being compared to by others, by my family members, and was super depressed. You know, then one day my, you know, boss and mentor at the time kind of questioned me and would change, this would kind of change my whole life. You know, he basically asked me, what do you see yourself doing in five years now in regards to your career? And what's your main goal? And my answer was simple. You know, I wanted to eventually one day open up my own practice where I could rehab and train high-level athletes. He later referred and introduced me to an in-house strength coach at the time they had partnered with for a few years at this point. His name is Jared DiFilippo, who was at the time looking for extra help and was expanding his business challenger strength. I was only supposed to really be a short-term resolution to his recent growth and basically just be responsible for um, manning the fort and kind of taking care of team lift sessions for the local hockey program, the New Jersey Hitmen, located in Wayne, um, out of the ice vault, and kind of working with groups ages of 14 to 18 um, while he gives more attention to his one-on-one clients and handles the rest of his business. Um but essentially, my love for training athletes only accelerated with this new opportunity that I found myself in. I went from down on my luck, trying to get into PT school and worrying about my future to actually being genuinely excited about where I was and what I could see myself doing long term. And you know, now, almost five years later, after quitting my full-time position at the physical therapy practice, ultimately ending my pursuit and my career in physical therapy, hundreds and thousands of dollars spent on books, self-education, and continuing education, learning under industry legends like Joe DeFranco, James Smitty Smith, and most recently mentored under Dr. Ramsey Nijem, who was the NCAA champion, Kansas Jayhawk men's basketball uh, strength and conditioning coach, and formerly the youngest strength and conditioning coach in the NBA under the Sacramento Kings. You know, several hundreds of athletes later, And I am now in a position where I'm making a full-time living, newly married, and continuing to build a brand that I believe in. You know, I went from working two jobs, you know, working only six to eight hours a week, um, making $200 every two weeks with my real passion, and 
to being able to actually help build one of the best training businesses in the tri-state area. And most importantly, waking up with a smile and excitement every day doing what I love the most. Now, not that you guys were that interested in me to begin with, but I figured I'd hop on here, give you guys a bigger view of my story and who I am. You know, my goals are massive. You know, Challenger's only the beginning of the story. You know, my goal is to continue to help elevate this company into one of the biggest sports performance brands, not only in the tri-state, but the East Coast and one day the world. You know, my why is much deeper than, you know, a company name or a brand. You know, I do what I do for that scrawny white hooper from Patterson, New Jersey that didn't have the financial means of improving his game and overall physical qualities on the court. You know, I go into every training session knowing that I'm going to go in and provide more value to the athlete in front of me because they're paying for my best. You know, I want to impact the lives of many athletes all over and provide them with the opportunity to improve their athletic potential more so than I ever did. And, you know, in the future, who knows? I'd love to have a place where, you know, I could not only train athletes in the weight room, but, you know, hop on the court and also elevate their skills as well. You know, in the meantime, we'll have to wait and see how the rest of the story continues to unfold. But uh, yeah, that's my story, guys. And lastly, you know, f- the, let's get to the show here. You know, obviously, this this venture of mine, uh, you heard me ramble about my story for a while, so I hope you guys got a little bit more of an insight as to who I am and, and all that. Um, but the show itself, you know, the way I'm going to probably format these, um, probably sh- start with a lot of episodes like this, you know, short form content, you know, 20 to 30 minute episodes you know, kind of giving you guys my informed opinions, advice about training, nutrition, and skill work on the court, um, while also giving you guys some episodes where I kind of bring some guests on, strength and conditioning coach, we're going to have skilled trainers, nutritionists, and coaches of all nature, probably be 30 to 45 minute episodes, getting their opinions and their insights based on their experience in the field. Um, Yeah, and then also I might consider doing a season format. Haven't haven't ultimately come to the decision yet. I want to try to be as consistent as possible with you people, but obviously, you know, having done this before, uh, you do kind of get a sense of burnout after a while, and you know, ideas kind of, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the world, so ideas will tend to uh, um, come and go. So I may experiment with a format where we do like maybe 15 to 20 episodes for a season, and then take a week or two off to kind of recharge the batteries. And then ultimately get a new batch of guests, get a new batch of episodes going. So that way we're constantly giving you guys some information. We're constantly giving you guys content and only maybe taking a week or two off here and there. You know, eventually what I want to do is I want to use my different platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, to kind of give you guys discussion points, uh, what's going on in the field, and also give you guys some informed decisions on how to not only improve yourselves you know, on the court skill wise, but also give you guys the tools to go into your weight room sessions and know what you're actually doing and give you guys some good, good quality information, you know, and eventually what I want to do is I want to get audience Q and a episodes as well. So guys, without further ado, that is going to put a wrap on episode one here. I'm super, super excited about where this project is going to go. Uh, Thank you guys again for those of you that might be joining me from my old ventures and following me along the journey on social the last couple years. Thank you guys. 
And I also want to give a big shout out to the new listeners that are coming on that are fresh, uh, fresh uh, that are following me on social currently that may not know who I am. And I hope this episode gave you guys a good view as to who I am. I want to continue to grow with you guys uh, as this show continues to grow. But let's get it on to the next episode. Thank you guys again for listening. If you can, rate, review, and subscribe, I greatly appreciate it. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.